Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 20th, 2020. Keep your eyes peeled for an interview that I did today with Free Mom Hugs. Hey, what's up? This is Kat, and this is Queer All Year, which I'm telling you because I didn't tell you in the intro. And I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer, Mick G. Barry Sanders has a brother named Larry Sanders. Is that a truth or a bad joke? No, that's real. That's his name. Larry. Is it Lawrence? He's British for some reason. That, okay. Now you're mo- you're messing <laughs> No, with really, me. he's British. You're messing with I mean, he wasn't born in Britain, but he's now a British person. See, is he British like Madonna? I don't know if he <laughs> talks with a British accent or anything. It was a fake British. I can't talk about Madonna because we're, this is a queer all year. And Madonna, I know. We all like Madonna, I guess. I don't get it. She's okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she's okay. <laughs> I'm going to get, don't at me. <laughs> I understand. We have to like Madonna. Um, So I guess maybe I'll just start out. um, Like I said in the beginning, I did a um, a little presentation, a fun little talk with Free Mom Hugs, the um, Kansas City chapter, which is kind of a combination of the Kansas chapter and the Missouri chapter. And Free Mom Hugs, I've talked about before, uh, was started by Sarah Cunningham down in Oklahoma. And she's one of my favorite people in the world. And her son, Parker, is um, also one of my favorite people in the world. And he's involved. Sarah, you might know her as the person who goes around to weddings and does the I'm your mom now um, thing. So if your mom doesn't show up to your wedding because she doesn't agree because she's a terrible person, then um, Sarah um, will happily stand in for her and show her what a mother is supposed to be. And I guess some of the other chapters do that. And I've kind of thought about that since they brought it up today. And I'm thinking, well, but I don't want to wear a mother of the bride or groom or, or whatever dress because they're so ugly. Um... But, you know, moving past that, um, it was recorded over WebEx, and so I will probably post a link to that or a video of that or whatever in our Facebook group, which is Queer All Year Fam. Plug, plug. Please go join that and check that out when it's out there. Mm, we, I guess we can post a link to our social medias, our Twitter and Instagram. Those are queer all year pod uh we definitely can't upload them there because it's a very long recording and i'm not sure i made any sense in it anyway so yeah we will provide links when we can so stay updated stay stay cool man Take. <laughs> stay involved keep your eyes peeled keep your eyes peeled for that all right today we have two stories do you want me to clap <laughs> so that right there is an example of a blooper so patreon.com slash queer all year pod um and you can get lots more of those bloopers that's a little sample there for you if you want to get more bloopers you can go out to patreon.com slash queer all your pod 
And I think right now some of our bloopers are, um, I read a Yahoo answer um, where someone's baby was super glued to the floor and they needed help getting their baby up and emergency sur- services didn't believe them. So they went to Yahoo answers. And uh, there was one where I was being a thespian and practicing my vocal warm-ups and then McGee comes in with something strange. So, and there are several more. There are many coming. We have had strange bloopers. So, yeah, bloopers, $1 tier. Seriously, $1. You get ridiculous things that we say. And, boy, we have a ton more to add. So They are incredibly ridiculous. I'm pretty sure McGee told me that one of the social media things he uses is a gun. So... <laughs> So that one will be out there. It's a useful tool. I guess so. I mean, join our Patreon. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to move on to something that has anything to do with our podcast. And that is the um, Toronto protest. Toronto. I don't know where that's from. I stole it from McElroy's. I'm sorry, McElroy's. They stole it from someone else. So don't even. Um, So if you recall... Um, On February 5th, there were police raids in Toronto called Operation Soap because they were cleaning up Toronto and they raided uh, gay bathhouses and um, just were generally um, not great people. And there was a protest afterward. And um, on this date, there was a second protest around... um, I think it said around 4,000 people. Yeah, 4,000 protesters. And their protest that day was calling for an independent inquiry into why on earth that happened and why on earth it was considered cleaning up Toronto. And um, I I didn't see... I did see that the independent inquiry was turned down. I didn't see where it was possibly picked up again or how this was handled i know that there were a lot of a lot of protests and i believe this is the one that was called um canada's stonewall basically um so a lot of things changed i guess because of it it just took a long time and um it was it was a big thing so i mean like i've said this is the fourth time I've talked about Operation Soap, which I do not like. I don't like that name. Um, But that's what it is. And um, no one cares about doing independent inquiries. And uh, welcome to gay. Yay. On that note, we are going to go on to a little segment with McKee. Hey guys. So want to know what keeps me up at night? Nuclear waste being stored on fault lines. We uh, currently have no permanent spot or even a rational plan for long-term storage. Some types of waste have half-lives, which is the time it takes for radioactivity to decay 50% of only 30 years, but uh, some isotopes, such as plutonium-239, have a half-life of 24,000 years. So that means if that waste leached into groundwater, it would be poison for millennia. Um, Currently, our nuclear waste is being stored at Waste Isolation Pilot Plant, or WIPP, 
It's a deep geological repository, and it's uh, constructed soundly to be safe for uh, tens of thousands of years. The design there is solid, but um, the problem is that it will be full by 2035, between 2025 and 2035, So, and we do not have a replacement after that. We had uh, plans for a... Um, Another one of the same type at Yucca Mountain Nuclear Waste Repository, but the uh, government withdrew their plans for that, and they've been storing w waste wherever they are able. San Ofre Nuclear Plant in Southern California has millions of pounds of waste being stored in canisters that are meant to last 10 to 15 years. And uh, San Ofre is on a major fault line, and as a result, it is also in a tsunami zone. I'm McGee, and this is a little segment. Good lord, McGee. I'm going to start sending you topics that are happy. Anyway, thank you for that rousing topic. Uh, we are going to move on to an interesting case in uh, New Mexico in 2004 when a uh, county clerk named Victoria Dunlap um, kind of out of the blue decided to start issuing same-sex marriage licenses just one day. Um, I The um, topic of same-sex marriage had been going through the legislature and they'd been talking about it and so she looked over the laws and everything and she was like well, there's literally nothing in here restricting marriage to a man and a woman and it was like new mexico was the only state that didn't have anything on the books and so she was like well come on in and so there was just like this rush on town hall or, or wherever she was to get um get marriage certificates and so they had like multiple priests outside the courthouse just performing mass weddings and they um gave out 62 marriage license no 64 marriage licenses that day until all of a sudden state attorney patricia madrid like just jumped in and was like no uh-uh declared them all null and void um and there were some there was some issue where a few of them got to keep their licenses it seems like um that was a little convoluted i was like but there, you declared it null and void and these people got to keep it i guess i don't know i was i was very confused politics are are confusing especially older politics and especially random county clerks who who make decisions who are awesome and continue to be awesome and then state attorneys who jump in and stop the awesome and so that was um confusing and that was one of the um first and most well publicized cases of officials taking stuff into their own hands and issuing same-sex marriage licenses against uh state regulation and the only one i believe that was bigger than that that got more press was um san francisco who began issuing them in 2004 uh which is the same year as new mexico so that is um another very short story about something cool that happened in history um and so since our stories are short 
I was thinking about reading a Florida man story because Florida man, um, unfortunately is having some issues with demons and, um, I, I feel very bad for him. So, um, I don't know how to pronounce this. Hialeah Gardens. I'm sure if we have anyone from Florida, they will yell at me about pronunciations. I have an English degree. Pronunciations. Um, he, um, so this man, Rafael Suarez Gomez, or I can pronounce that in an accent, but McGee thinks that's pretentious, um, went, um, a little nuts with a sledgehammer. The, um, Monroe County Sheriff's Office started receiving 911 calls, um, around 2.30 p.m., uh, from residents on Little Torch Key, which sounds really cute, but from the images I've seen, either it's not super cute or he did a lot of damage. So, uh, they were like, this, this, this dude has a sledgehammer and he's just going around just sledgehammering things. So the deputies show up and we're told that the guy had jumped into a canal and he was fine because canals tend to be kind of not very deep and I don't know what he thought he was doing. So it turns out that um Mr. Gomez um oh they found him. He jumped out of the canal and he was just kind of walking around with the sledgehammer. He wasn't hitting anything anymore. He just kind of was walking around with the sledgehammer and then the police were like um can you put down the sledgehammer? And I was like, yeah, cool. So he did and then he dropped to the ground and got in the fetal position. And, um, he kind of, like, scooted away as a police officer. Like, he just kept scooting and, and moving and trying to get away. So then they tased him, of course. Um, so what what had happened was, um, he had been drinking and, uh, quote, someone gave him, quote, an unknown narcotic drug that he then took. And saying gave him... And then he took kind of sound like contradictory to me. In any case, whatever on earth they gave him uh, made him start seeing demons. And the demons ordered him to damage the property, but Gomez didn't want to. So he decided to kill the demons. But by doing that, he damaged a lot of property. Uh, He did damage more than $1,000. And that's like running down the running down people's street just just blasting more than one person's stuff so it's like thousand dollars of damage all the way down the street he broke a three hundred dollar window um and a two hundred dollar pickup truck door and uh smashed two more vehicles smashed windows um that, and they belong to companies and stuff. He, he destroyed the entire in, inside of a camper. Uh, I, they just don't even... I mean, I don't think they have it all tallied yet. They definitely destroyed... He definitely destroyed two televisions, put holes in walls, uh, destroyed some French doors, um, four mirrors and a microwave. Like... Th- <laughs> I don't know what party he was at and or what they gave him, uh, but he I think he needs to be in the fetal position for a little bit and just take a little nap because that sounds like that sounds like an afternoon. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know why they had to tase him if he's in the fetal position, but I assume they probably want, needed to. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He was running around with a sledgehammer. That, so, um, we wish Florida man a quick recovery from whatever narcotic someone gave him that he took. Um, we hope he is allowed to bring his, uh, emotional support Trump to whatever help he gets, and we hope he stops taking a machete to his daughter, which is a, an article I decided not to read to you guys, because he took a machete to his daughter. Anyway, um... (laughs) So with that, I'm going to transition into social media, which I kind of already did. Um, So like I said, we have our Facebook page, which is Queer All Year. We have our Facebook group, which is Queer All Year Fam. We have not changed that to any sort of gay mafia thing yet. Uh, We are Twitter and Instagram, Queer All Year Pod. Um, And if you would be awesome, like I mentioned, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash queer all year pod and like I said the five dollar tier gets fun little extra bonus episodes and the one dollar tier gets you insanity like you got got a sample of at the beginning of this podcast if you could go out and subscribe and rate us on whatever podcatcher you prefer that would do us a huge favor it really helps us get boosted up in the ratings and get found by more people and um get to bring you better content than we have i mean we have great content don't even don't even pretend we don't have great content but we could get you even better content um which i'm going to probably give you a sample of in the next episode because McGee and I found an amazing book um that I would I I don't want to pay for it because I don't want to give them money but I would like to read it and I don't have you know a book budget right now so if you could help with the book budget I would love you forever and the way you can do that is by subscribing and reading and getting more people to hear us and thinking oh I think she should get more books so book budget also a couple things a couple things or one thing um april 4th we are going to be in omaha as volunteers for the no hate um campaign photo shoot up there and if you would like to go get your photo taken and meet us and hang out and just be really awesome uh totally go meet us up there. I will, um, share their event, um, everywhere I can think of. And, um, what is the other one, McGee? Oh, we are going to be at the True Crime Podcast Festival in Kansas City in June or July. I should look that up. We haven't signed up for it yet, so I haven't gotten super invested in it because I need to get our website up. If anyone knows how to build a WordPress website and would like to do it for free, 
uh, please hit me up because I spent about five hours trying to do it um, the other day and just um, sat in the middle of the floor crying after that for quite a while and it looks terrible. Um, so if anyone knows how to do that and can do it for free because we have no money, like we have no budget for it, um, that would be awesome because I can no longer sit in the middle of the floor until 4 a.m. crying over a website and I need a website in order to sign up for the festival thing. Um, and, um, should I, should I announce it, McG? Do it. Do it. I think I've already said it, but we did a really awesome crossover episode with one of my favorite podcasts, Getting Off, and it is with two awesome lawyers, and they are on our podcast talking about um, the various trans bills that are going through and that kind of thing. And then we are doing an episode on their podcast where they go deeper into kind of like the implications of the legal things happening and, and why they're possibly being introduced and like the ramifications and like what what makes it, I guess, kind of legal for them to be introduced, kind of, if that makes sense. And like what precedent is there what precedent it's trying to set that kind of thing i'm sure jess and nick will uh you know at me and be like you're completely wrong and then i'll um update y'all with how wrong i am anyway so we are massively excited about that we are dropping our episode on wednesday not this wednesday next wednesday one of these wednesdays i will update I don't even know what day it is, y'all. I am so tired. Next Wednesday. We will drop ours next Wednesday or Thursday, I need to ask. Theirs is definitely going to drop the Wednesday afterward. So you're going to have to wait a little while for theirs. And, you know, wait a little while for ours. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be totally worth the wait. So, like I said, um, recap. Uh, no hate campaign. Omaha. Um... Kansas City uh, True Crime Podcast Festival, Getting Off, Bloopers, and uh, Free Mom Hugs, uh, very first WebEx ever. And I was like, oh gosh, I hope I'm okay. So, um, there is so much awesome stuff happening, and we are really excited that you guys are, you guys, Tally, y'all are on the bandwagon with us and we really hope that you will bring other people on the bandwagon because it's getting exciting it's getting really cool and y'all are a big part of that you are a big part of shaping our history and shaping our history as a community and we are so thankful for you and we love you so much